96.7 FM WTOB. And you're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you to retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm your host, Doug Ray, and with me this morning running that board again is Mr. Bryce Payne. And today we're going to open up the mailbag. Open morning, up the Bryce. mailbag once more. Good morning, yep. Doug. Welcome back. Yeah, you you left while. me high and dry here, uh, <laughs> manning the boards and keeping everybody entertained for two weeks. Where have you been and how was it? Yeah, it was great. We went out to Utah. It was a family vacation out there. Had uh, my older son, Garrett, and my younger son, Adam, and their family. And uh, Park City, never been to Utah before. Oh, you hadn't been to Utah, Never, period. never been to Utah, so that's another state I can just kind of scratch off. One of the more beautiful states. It was. It yeah. was amazing. It was, uh, you know, it's 7,000-some-odd feet up in the air, and you could tell, at least I could tell it, and uh, dry as a bone. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, we did, uh, had a lot of fun out there, and uh, I think the last day we went to where they trained for the Winter Olympics. Oh, yeah. They had, the, I think it was the 2002 Winter Olympics there. And I watched them go down these um, practice ski slope things where they, uh, uh, in the wintertime, they're going down the, the slope and then they're uh, jumping and going into a pool. Okay. Yeah, it was a lot of fun to watch. You didn't do that yourself? I, no, 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 did not. Well, glad you're back and glad Garrett's back and uh, hopefully everything ran well here for you in, the, in your absence. But uh, let's get on to our show this week. Now, last week I uh, scraped up a few listener questions from the uh, from the cutting room floor that I thought were still worthy of being answered. And this week we're going to dip into a whole other mailbag. But, uh, you know, every week uh, we're honored to thank our military and our first responders and their families for their sacrifice in serving our community and making our safety and freedom their mission. And each week we want to salute a specific individual. And so if you know someone we should recognize here in the Wealth Guardians radio show, please email our team at salute at the Wealth Guardians. And we will be in touch with you to get more information on that. And this week, we're going to introduce Rain Tarikas. And Rain is an active reserve in the Marines. He's been in the reserve for 13 years and has completed two tours in Afghanistan. He's a Marine Staff Sergeant, and he's assigned to a reserve station in Greensboro and is the son of client Heno Tarikas. So, uh, Rain... Our uh, Wealth Guardian salute to you. Thank you for all that you've done to uh, keep our country free. And uh, remember, again, if you know someone who has served and would like them honored on our show, just email us at salute at thewealthguardians.com. We'd uh, look forward to uh, honoring them as well. So, Doug, let's uh, open up that uh, mailbag here. And to start things off, we've got Carrie in Louisville. And Carrie says, I just started a new job that has a higher upside than my previous job but a lower base salary, a uh, higher upside. I'm guessing that might mean a bonus. Uh, so a higher bonus, but a lower base salary. I'm counting on some big commissions in my future, but my base salary is low enough that it would be hard to contribute to a 401k and still pay my bills. Is it okay to just use my commissions for retirement savings, even though those payments will be somewhat irregular? Doug, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I've got a few, but... Yeah, Carrie, I, I am not going to fault you one bit for doing something like that because I did the exact same thing when I left the Navy for Merrill Lynch. I was back in 88, and uh, literally, I took a half a cut in pay. Lower lower base salary, but better yep. uh, upside yep. potential, yep. okay? After a year, I never looked back. I never regretted the move. Excellent. So um, I tip my hat to you. I say good luck to you. And sure, if you want to put some of your commissions in your 401k, absolutely do that. 
and um, you know it sounds like you made a uh, uh, a wise decision. I'm sure you uh, you've checked it out thoroughly, and you feel comfortable that you will make some uh, some good money in the future. So um, go for it. Okay, I'll add a couple of things to that, uh, Kerry. Uh, when you when you make your contributions to your 401k through your base salary, it's very easy to calculate out what your maximum contribution is, and so there's never a risk of you going past that. If you're going to take the approach that you're outlining here and you've got to kind of uh, manually manipulate it from bonus check or quarterly uh, bonus, however it works for you, you're going to have to be in charge of understanding what the maximum is. There's no easy calculator to set for that. So, So be aware of that. And then also I would suggest that you make sure that your employer doesn't change its contributions options, their match, sorry, the, the match, based on your um, you're doing it the way that you're describing. Obviously, if there's a match from your base salary, you don't want to give that up. And if you're just check with your HR department, if you are making a contribution to your 401k through your commissions or through your bonus, don't be giving up on any kind of uh, on any kind of match from your employer. That's the only things I would add to what Doug said there. So, Kerry, uh, good luck in the new job. Uh, look, uh, thank you for being a listener and we wish you all the best there. And I, I like the way you're thinking with that. All right, Doug, let's move on to the next question here. I think this is going to be a question more for you than for me, but it's Mark in Bethania. And Mark says, Doug and Bryce, I was under the impression that the tax laws from a few years ago would mainly benefit rich people, but I'm the definition of middle class. And it appears my taxes were a lot lower again this year than they were a few years ago. Do you think I am doing something wrong in my taxes? (laughs) Well, Mark, you know, that's a, that was quite a misconception. Um, when the Trump administration changed the tax code, what they did primarily was they tried to benefit the lower to middle class. They decreased the rates, and then they widened the brackets. So that meant that uh, the more middle class people uh, got uh, lower tax rates uh, than they did a few years ago. Then the other thing that tax code did is they reset the corporate tax rate so that corporations could fairly compete on a worldwide basis with other corporations. We were, uh, our tax code for corporations in this country was about the highest in the world until they were reset. So no, I don't think you're doing anything wrong. I mean, if you do your taxes yourself and you're using a program like TurboTax, you know, if your taxes are not terribly complicated and if you're like most people uh, on a W-2 salary and basically all you have is maybe mortgage interest to write off, I think you're good to go. Okay. I've got nothing to add to that, Mark. Um, I do want to add this, though. Okay. Uh, we are planning on another tax seminar coming up in September. we September the 8th and the 13th. Uh, you know, this week, uh, the um, Inflation Reduction Act uh, was voted and, and added. It most likely is going to go to the president's desk for signing. Um, There is some considerable new tax uh, implications in that. Uh, 87,000 new IRS agents is is one of them. So we'll be speaking about that. We're going to open up the bill, take a look at it, and see how it's going to impact folks of all income brackets. And also, found out something very interesting that we're going to bring up, the SECURE Act. That had a major impact on inherited IRAs. And, as you know, it got rid of the stretch provision. But what the IRS did not do until February of this year is clarify 
the required minimum distribution rules. So clarified it again. Yes, I did. And if you're one who's inherited an IRA, you might want to pay particular attention. So it's September the 8th and the 13th. Call us at 336-391-3409 or go on our website at thewealthguardians.com. The events tab, click on it. You can register right there. Very good. Thank you, Doug. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to The Wealth Guardians. And this week we're taking... uh, dipping into the mailbag again and answering our clients uh, or listeners' questions out there. Sometimes they're clients, sometimes they're listeners. And this next one, we're going to go to Doris and Gumtree before our break. And Doris says, I'm a very, very conservative investor, and I have about 80% of my 401k and a money market fund. I know that's probably not the best idea, but I'm just afraid of making the wrong choice at the wrong time if I take too much risk. How badly am I hurting myself with this approach. Well, Doug, when inflation rate is out there at 9%, I'd say you're hurting yourself about 9%. Doris, what would you add to that, Doug? No, I'd say the same thing. And the other problem you're going to face is when do you get back in? Most people can't make that decision. They know that they think they know when it's time to get out. But when you ask when you put the question to them, when will you know, how will you know when it's time to get back in? That's when they kind of hem and haw a little bit. But uh, I I will tell you this, Doris, you are not alone in what you're doing right now. Doug, you and I have seen a large influx of people who come in and sit down with us and go through our planning process where they have moved a significant amount of their assets into cash as a temporary holding because they're afraid of the market or because they don't know what to do with it. We didn't see that two years ago, right? but we see it almost every other person who's coming in right now sees that. So Doris, it's a very good question, but you do have to keep an eye on inflation. And I would say sit down with a financial professional. They're going to help you analyze what your risk is, what your risk tolerance is, what your time frame is, what kind of growth you need to be expecting off of your assets, and they'll put together a financial plan for you, and we can do that here ourselves. And all you got to do is pick up the phone, 336-391-3409, and we'd love to sit down with you and help you figure out what is the best alternative besides cash for you based on your circumstances. So thank you for the question, Doris. And Doug, it's almost time for break here, so I think it's time for us to go to our trivia question. You've had a couple of weeks break. Uh, you ready for a trivia question? Let's see. Let's do it. Let's you open up. You me before. Let's do it again. All right, here we go. Doug, this week we celebrate the birthday of our 31st president. He was born August 10th in 1874. He was the son of a Quaker blacksmith. He became an orphan at age nine, graduated from Stanford with a degree in geology, was fluent in Chinese, and he gained a net worth of $75 million as a mining engineer. His campaign slogan that won him the presidency was, a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. Who was this president who celebrates his birthday this week? Oh, boy. All right. Well, that that means that Doug might not get it. Folks, stick around through the break, and we'll see if uh, we stumped Doug again this week. This is Bryce Payne. With me is Doug Ray. The show is The Wealth Guardians, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB. 96.7 FM WTOB. You're listening to The Wealth Guardians with Doug Ray, helping you retire the job and keep the paycheck. I'm Bryce Payne, along with Doug Ray, and once again this week on the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, we're dipping into the listener mailbag and answering our questions out there that you all have sent us. Now, before we get to the trivia question, I've got a question for you. Are you looking forward to retirement? I'm guessing that you just answered yes to that. 
Do you want to confirm that you're making the best decisions for your retirement? I'm hoping that you just answered yes to that. Well, then I've got good news. We here at the Wealth Guardians, Doug, Garrett, and myself, we offer a no-cost, no-obligation, second-opinion-slash-review of your current portfolio so we can see how we can help you retire the job while keeping the paycheck. And it's all about allocation and it's all about risk and it's all about time horizons and tax brackets and social security options and pension options and estate planning. Doug, there's a lot of things that go into what we do here, but we would like to sit down with you and see how we can help you get all that organized. And all you got to do is pick up the phone. It's 336-391-3409. is how you reach out to us to sit down with us. Or you can reach out to us via the web, www.thewealthguardians.com. Now that we've got that question out of the way for you, let's get back to our trivia question and see if we stumped Doug now that he is back from his overdue break. Doug, here was the question. You ready? Go. This week, we celebrate the birthday of our 31st president. August 10th, 1874 was... This president was the son of a Quaker blacksmith. He became an orphan at age nine, graduated from Stanford with a degree in geology, was fluent in Chinese. He gained a net worth of $75 million as a mining engineer. And his campaign slogan that won in the presidency was a chicken in every pot and a car in every garage. I'm not sure if that would be a campaign slogan that would fly today. Maybe it would, but I'm not sure. So the question is, who was this president who celebrates his birthday this week? And Doug, what is your guess on this one? Well, you sure gave me some good clues there, especially the chicken and the pot and the car in the garage. I've heard that before. Yeah, I, I had heard it before, too. Oh, I gotta guess Calvin Coolidge. Oh, you were very close time-wise, though. Yeah. You were very close time-wise. He actually did work on Coolidge's... Um, uh, administration. But this was none other than Herbert Hoover. That was my second That was guess. your second was. guess. All right, well, then we'll give you a kind of a partial <laughs> thing there for that one. No, Herbert Hoover celebrates his birthday this week. The Great Depression began right after his initial presidency, his only his only presidency. And he was soundly beaten in his reelection bid by, do you know who he, who beat him out? Uh, Roosevelt. Was yes, it? Yep. Franklin Roosevelt, mm -hmm. 1932. Hoover is remembered, however, as the great humanitarian and was credited with saving 10 million lives during World War One as the leader of a U.S. government effort to send food supplies to war-torn Europe after World War One. So, uh, President Hoover, happy birthday to you. Doug, I read another interesting fact on him. Not only was he fluent in Chinese, but his wife, Lou, was fluent in Chinese as well, as well as uh, seven other languages, that they would speak to each other in Chinese in the White House when they didn't want other people knowing what they were saying. What kind of pillow talk do you think they have? I have no idea. That's, that's, the, the, that's not a romance language, is it? No, it's not. Okay. All right. Well, very good, Doug. I, I'll give you half credit on that one. Garrett, you're back there. Uh, did you have that one right? I did not have that one right. Garrett did not have that one right. Sorry. So, you know, well, you know, tr truth be known here, I didn't know that either. So if you had just posed that question to me, I wouldn't have gotten it myself. All right. So uh, we're doing listener questions here in our first segment. We uh, we answered Carrie's question in Louisville, Mark's question in Bethania, and Doris's question in Gumtree. We're now going to go to Scott in, Scott in Wahlberg. And Scott says, Doug and Bryce, I'm interested in buying a rental property or two, but should I wait until my own mortgage is paid off before I do that? Okay. Well, that's 
Cut and dry. It's cut and dry. I've got my thoughts on it. Doug, right. you start uh, off. Sure. Um, well, Scott, you don't tell us, uh, is it going to be long-term rental or is it going to be short-term vacation property or, or what? But I guess it doesn't really matter. You know, I've done pretty well with rental properties along the way. Uh, there's pros and cons. Uh, there's certainly pros and cons in long-term rental or short-term rental. I don't know that I'd get into long-term rental again, but, you know, when I started, I had a mortgage. I guess it boils down to the fact, can you carry both? You know, if you're going to have a mortgage on the uh, on the rental property, is it going to be a cash flow positive situation for you? Uh, if it is, then uh, you're probably in pretty good shape. If it's not, I'd be very cautious about going into a situation like that. So I guess we're implying, Scott is implying that he would have to finance this. Uh, obviously. Okay. So I don't know how I feel about a, a rental property is simply an investment. It is. Would you ever take out a loan to buy mutual funds? Well, people do because they're marginable. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know how I feel about taking out a mortgage um, for an investment, Scott, but Doug has done this before and says that it, it can be a winner for you, but do keep in mind that uh, rental property is an investment just like any other. Uh, you want it to grow in value and you want it to produce some kind of uh, income while you're making payments on it and it's the value is going to go up and down and you just have to make sure that you're willing to hold on to it long enough for uh, all areas to pay off in the positive for you. But in that sense, it's not unlike any other investment. And I, I agree with Doug. I don't th see that there's a need for you to have to pay off your mortgage just like you wouldn't uh, necessarily uh, consider that when buying mutual funds or any other kind of investment. So thanks for the question, Scott. Good one. Let, and, me, add, let me add this, Bryce. You okay. know, I'm typically against debt. Yes. If you're going to have debt, mortgage is not bad debt. Okay. At least you can write the interest off. And with a rental property, you can write the interest off and take the depreciation. So that's a very good point. Yeah. There. That's so. a very good point. All right. So, Scott, again, thank you for the question. If you would uh, like to sit down with us and uh, have us run your whole financial plan for you and see how much you can afford to invest in rental properties and what your time frame might look like before you need the income from that, then please uh, reach out to us, 336-391-3409. We'd be happy to sit down with you and see what help and services we can provide. Now, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the second segment of the Wealth Guardians Radio Show, and we're dipping into our listener questions here. We just took one from Scott on uh, buying rental property as uh, before your mortgage goes out, and now we're going to answer Jim's question. And Jim is coming to us from Stokesdale, and he says, Doug and Garrett. Oh, I don't like the sound of that. <laughs> Jim says, Doug and Garrett, I want to save more for retirement than what I'm allowed to put in my 401k. Where's the best place to put that money? I want to save more for retirement than what I'm allowed to put in my 401k. Where's the best place to put that money? Jim, that's that's an excellent question, actually. And uh, I'm sorry that Garrett's not in front of the microphone right now, so you're going to have to listen to Doug and me answer this. But uh, Doug, what are your thoughts on that? When you have too much money going into your 401k or you've got more money that you want to invest that can't go into a 401k on an annual basis, what do you do with that? Well, maybe we got to introduce Jim to Scott and then do some rental. <laughs> no, I'm just Maybe kidding. they can uh, form a little, uh, a little uh, partnership there together. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that tells me right there that you're a fairly high income earner, and um, you know, there's a lot of things that can be done with that excess income, and that's why if you haven't done any planning, you really need to do some planning. But I'll tell you, one of the things that I love to do uh, is once once you've topped out your 401k. You really need to look at putting that money in something that's going to render tax-free income to you in the future. There I'm a go. big believer that tax rates are going to be going up, not down. 
What would be some of those options? Well, I'm a big believer in, in uh, uh, the uh, LERP, the, okay. which is the Life Insurance Retirement Plan. You are. And uh, it has to be specifically designed for cash flow buildup, has to be done properly. But once you build it up, you can put cash flow in there. If you put it in there for 10, 15 years, let it cook. Uh, then you're going to be able to take money out tax-free. Outstanding. Uh, it's a loan provision in the policy, and you never have to pay the loan back because eventually the death benefit will pay that loan back. And generally, there'll be something else left over for uh, uh, for other people, too. And along the way, with the new life insurance policies now, you can even use that money during life if you need home health care, long-term care, skilled nursing care. So you can get on the death benefit side of that. So it's it sounds a win-win. like it's a win in, in, in many different directions. And, of course, those are multi-premium, too. You can keep contributing to them. Well, you know, going back to Scott's question about rental property, we used some of my wife's LERP three years ago to buy a vacation property that we've rented out. And we've paid it the, the, LERP, the loan back. So we got that out tax-free, bought the property. Had great cash flow off the property, had some appreciation because real estate's gone up like crazy in three years. So, you know, they can be a great tool. That, that That's outstanding, Doug. And we can help our clients with this, too, if this is something that sounds like they're interested in. Mm-hmm. So it's not something we cover with every client, but it is something else that we can do out there. Jim, I would recommend uh, you give us a call and, and uh, come in and, and let us uh, talk to you more about that, 336-391-3409. And, Doug, you were talking about tax implications on that. We've got a... Uh, seminar coming up in September on taxes. Tell us, uh, tell, tell the listeners out there a little bit about that. Well, we're going to be talking about taxes and retirement, and also by then uh, we'll know a little bit more about this uh, inflation reduction uh, bill that they've passed. It's going to have an impact on taxes too. Uh, so we'll be revealing parts of that. Also, there are some new developments on what the Secure Act has done to inherited RMDs. So if you've inherited an IRA account recently uh this is going to be important information for you to 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 learn because the irs has not did not clarify the rmd requirements on inherited iras up until february of this year even though the secure act's been around how long yeah almost three years years now now, right exactly so uh september the 8th september the 13th 6 30 p.m at the Broyhill in clemens uh, call us at 336-391-3409 or go on thewealthguardians.com. Hit the events tab and register right there. Very good. All right. Uh, let's get to one more question here before we're done for the day. Doug, uh, Leslie in East Bend says, I have a financial advisor who has done a good job for me over the years, but my brother always says I could be doing better. Should I listen to my brother or tell him to leave me alone? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I was going to say something, but I bit bit my tongue on that. Uh, Listen, in my experience, it's never, ever good to mix family and your money together. If you're happy with your financial advisor, if you think he's doing a good job for you, then stay with it. You might want to go see a professional and get a second opinion. That was was what I was going to say. But just because your brother says you could do – how does he know? Does he look and analyze your portfolio, you know? Is his risk tolerance the same as yours? Exactly. Leslie, um, I, I agree with Doug. A second opinion is always helpful, and it's always a good idea to get a second opinion out there. I don't know that you want that second opinion to come from a family member, though. So if he's if he's really concerned that you could be doing better, he might have a point. 
but bring your uh, portfolio to a professional to get that second opinion. And you know what? As it so happens, we happen to be professionals here at the Wealth Guardians, and we would love to sit down with you and see if we agree with your brother or if we can confirm that you can tell your brother to take a hike. Uh, All you got to do, though, is pick up the phone and give us a call, 336-391-3409. That's 336-391-3409. And, Doug, uh, that wraps it up. We are out of time this week again. I'm glad. All right. Well, good to nice see you. Too. And uh, we look forward to seeing all of you out there at some point. Give us a call at some point. Otherwise than that, you have a great rest of your week. And this is 96.7 FM WTOB.